0: Welcome back to another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. If you guys did not know, this month of April is Financial Literacy Month. And I gotta take y'all down a trip Down memory lane. Why? Because last year I gave a powerful message during the financial literacy summit that I gave, and it was on the topic of money, specifically how to steward over your income that you're making within your nine to five career journey. Of course, this is a very peculiar topic, a topic that you're not going to hear at most financial literacy events. But guess what? This is the Peculiar Career Chat Podcast, and this is what we talk about peculiar things. (laughs) All right. So I want you guys to take out your notebook, your pen, and take plenty of notes. All right. Enjoy. Hey, everyone, it's me, Krista Williams, Chief Career Transitionist of the UBrain Academy. So while I was planning out the Financially Lit virtual summit, it was placed on my heart to discuss the very thing or object this summit emphasizes, and that, my friends, is money. Also known as the dollar, the coin, dinero, moolah, bread, that scroller paper, stash, etc. The list could go on, but I hope you get my point, right? (laughs) So now that we have all those terms out the way, let me really define or give you the book definition of what money is. Money is an object. That is generally accepted as payment for goods and services and repayment of debts in a given country or socioeconomic context. The main functions of money are distinguished as a medium of exchange, a unit of accounts, or a store of value. Okay, cool. So now that we know what money is, let's discuss what. money looks like? Well, money today can be in the form of cash. So like dollars or coins, right? Money can also be in the form of debit cards, which a lot of us typically use nowadays. I personally don't even carry a lot of cash. I just have my debit cards and keep it moving, right? But a debit card, it gives you electronic access to your money in the bank, Another form of money in today's society is credit cards. So the thing about credit cards, it gives you electronic access to money you have permission to borrow from a bank or a company. So for example, if my credit card limit is $1,000, the max amount of money I'm able to spend on that credit card is $1,000. And once it's all spent, I will have to pay that amount of money back to the bank or company I borrowed it from. And last but not least, another form of money is virtual money. Virtual currency is a type of unregulated digital currency that is only available in electronic form. So virtual currency is considered to be like a subset of the digital currency group, which also includes cryptocurrency. Okay, so I know that was a mouthful, but now we know what money is and what it looks like today. So now let's discuss how do you even earn or get this money? Well, you earn money by working. Working legally, of course, not illegally, but legally, okay? (laughs) You obtain a job, hopefully in a career field of your choice, and you make an hourly wage or salary that's commensurate with your experience. Well, I sure hope it aligns with your experience. If not, we need to chat ASAP. And I'm not playing. Definitely reach out to me. I am a career coach or career transitionist, whichever you would like to call it, and I do help you enhance your career brand. Or in other words, I help you land a job that you really, really want and help, it help your salary be commensurate to your experience. All right, so back to this money thing. So how else can you earn money? You may start a legit business and make money that way. Or you may be gifted with some money, for example, on your birthday or just because or et cetera. I don't know about you, but I definitely love the just because money. So (laughs) I absolutely love it. I mean, it doesn't happen too often, but you know what? I pray it does happen often. So Lord, definitely send these unexpected Financial blessings my way. But bottom line is, in order to get money, you have to work for it. Work for it, you guys. Legally, of course, like we talked about earlier. (laughs) Okay. So now that we know what money is, what it looks like, and how you earn it, let's go into one of my favorite songs that describes what people do with money or use money for. And I love old school music, you guys. So just rock with me as I play this song by the OJs for the love of money. <laughs> That was my jam. I hope y'all was jamming with me when y'all was listening to that song. Like When I think about money, that song instantly comes to my head for the love of money. Because like the, the chorus said or the verse said that you all heard, people do good things with money. People do bad things with money. So that just leads me into the next question we're going to talk about for money is, what do you use money for? So, you typically use money for food, beverages, shelter, clothes, pleasure, such as vacations, and you pay typical household bills. You do it for hairstyling, getting your hair cut, nails done, etc. Bottom line, you guys, we need money to obtain the essentials and sometimes the non essentials of life. <laughs> but, this begs another question. Well, how much is enough money? Mm. How much is enough money? That is such a good question. You may have heard the typical answer to this, which is, well, you you can never have too much money. And guess what? I'll be the first to tell you that's true. But simply put, it really depends on you. Or you may have heard a more money, more problems. Mm. Again, that really depends on you. And what I mean when when I say it depends on you is what's your lifestyle like? What's your spending? And what's your savings goals? Better yet, what is your goals? If you don't have any goals, definitely get some goals. And again, if you don't have any goals definitely contact me so we can discuss those and get you all the way together. But back to the spending and savings goals. And do you even have a goal of building generational wealth? That word or that phrase, building generational wealth, you guys, that is so key. And you will definitely hear a lot about that throughout this financially lit summit. So if building generational wealth is not a part of your goals, I strongly encourage you to include it. I believe the only way to truly build generational wealth is to be a good steward over the money we make in our careers. Again, I got to say that again. I believe the only way to truly build generational wealth is to be good stewards over the money we make in our careers. So now I know you're like, well, Crystal, how can I be a good steward over the money I make in my career? I mean, how can I? Well, of course, I'm not going to just leave you stranded and not give you some answers to that question. So are you ready? All right, here goes. One, understand that the money you receive is not really yours. I'm going to say that again. Understand that the money you receive in your career is not really yours. So I know you're like, I worked for it. So why isn't it mine? Well, my friends... (laughs) The money we receive was given to us by God, who blessed us with the job and the ability to produce wealth. Again, the money we receive in our careers was given to us by God, who blessed us with that job, with that career, and the ability to produce wealth. And this specifically ties into the capstone scripture for this summit, Deuteronomy 8.18. Again, that is Deuteronomy 8.18, which states, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today." So, I know you're like, well, Crystal, where are you going with this? Uh-huh. Well, where I'm going with this is tithing, you guys, is super necessary. It is a part of stewarding over your money because it's a part of number one. I just said it. Understand that the money you receive is really not yours so and then you're like, well, whose money is it? God's money. So trusting, trust me, trusting God with 10% of your income is a responsibility. So tithing is a responsibility, you guys. So bottom line, don't steal from God. Because it's his money anyway. And he's just giving it to you to steward over it. Points blank point blank period. And trust me, I know from experience that trusting God with your 10% will take you a long way. And I'm not just saying this. I am seriously saying this because what happened in my life, and I'll testify about it later, was so powerful, so, so powerful. And it will build, like trusting God in this capacity, it will build character, faith, and It displays honor to God. So let me just take a minute to testify right here. When I began to tithe consistently, I began to see a huge difference in my career journey. Multiple, I mean multiple, (laughs) unexpected opportunities came my way. Ideas were becoming reality, and you see, I was doing something strange for some peace and change. You know that uh, saying where they say, doing something strange for a little piece of change? Well, I was doing something strange for some peace, P-E-A-C-E, and change in my life. And that something strange was tithing, which not too many people discuss in corporate America or in the private sector or in the government arena. But in this season of my life, I was trusting God with my finances. And I honestly encourage you guys to do the same thing too. Um, if you have been experiencing some, I guess, setback or some, some confusion in your life when it comes to uh, from a career perspective or life in general, definitely rethink, you know, think about, our, am I being a good steward over what God has given me? And a part of that is being um, a good steward over your finances, so definitely I encourage you guys to do that. So that was number 1. Number 2 is prepare and save for your family. Have a plan. Point blank period, have a plan. I'm not even going to go too much into this because we cover a lot of that More throughout the summit, but bottom line, you guys, preparation is key, and preparation is key with anything you set your mind on doing. And number three is seek professional help with your finances if handling money is your weakness, seek professional help. I can't even express to you how important that is. Seeking professional help to get you back on track with your finances is so key. If you know you're like confused and do not know which way to go left from right, up, down, or whatever in your finances, definitely seek professional help. And one thing I always tell people we were not put on this earth to do life alone. So do not be ashamed, you guys, to seek financial help. There are plenty of professionals out there. I have professionals that are going to be speaking on this summit that could that you can reach out to. And I'm just so excited for what they're going to do in your lives and the stories that they're going to tell in order to help you become financially lit. So excited about that. So I know that was a mouthful, but I hope that you got those three points down as to how to begin to become a good steward over your money. And I'll just recap those. So number one was understand that the money you receive is really not yours. It's God. Number two, prepare and save your family, save for your family. Number three is Seek professional help with your finances. So I know that was a lot to take in. But trust me, y'all, what looks like impossible now can be possible in due time. If you just what's steward over what you have now. And one last thing before I go is when earning or receiving money to build wealth, you want to be sure you don't idolize money. A scripture reference um, I refer to just to get my mind together so I don't be like, oh, I need this money and money is this money. No, 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 no. We're not saying that. I'm not saying that out of my mouth, so I encourage you not to say that out of your mouth as well. But a scripture to get me all the way together is Matthew 6, 24. So that's Matthew chapter six, verse 24. And it states, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So my friends, yes, you may love making money But you really want to be careful to ensure money does not become your idol or something you begin to worship or so you don't want to become so anxious to get the money. Like, because if you're being a good steward over your money and you're serving and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, trust me. God is going to provide for you. Yes, you want to have your goals and you want to be prepared and all that. But don't be anxious for it. That's even a scripture that I love to reference as well. Olympians 4 6, which talks about do not be anxious about anything. And if memory serves me correctly, I know that one of the financially lit ladies also discusses that as well. So I know I just gave you tons of reasons of why not to idolize money, but you guys, please understand that just because you may have a lot of money or not even have a lot of money, know that money is not what makes you happy. Money is not what brings you peace. Money is not what gives you love. All of that, you guys, comes from God and point blank, period. God gives you joy. God gives you happiness. God gives you peace and God gives you love. So, and and I'm not just saying that because, you know, The word says that but you can look at it every in in everyday life like you know celebrities who have tons and tons of money right but they are the ones they'll be the first ones to say oh i'm not happy or they'll attempt to commit suicide real quick over some crazy things and Yeah, they have all this money. So it ain't money that brings you the happiness, that brings you the joy, that brings you the peace. You got to find that within. And honestly, that starts with you being rooted in God, point blank, period. I can't even sugarcoat that. Like, that's just the truth. (laughs) That's my friends is some true financially lit information where quite honestly, you're not going to get from any other financial literacy events. But in all seriousness, I hope this information provided does not fall on deaf ears and you will be able to implement right away.